and welcome to episode 6 of the Garage Bible Podcast. We're excited to record another one. My name is Ethan Shalloway, and I have Chris alone on the other side. How are we doing, Chris? I'm doing great today, Ethan. Uh, it's a nice spring day here. April's finally here. The weather's warming up. Get to talk a little bit of music and, and sharing all of that good stuff with you. How are you today? I'm doing really well. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful day here in Alabama. It's like 80 degrees. My roommate just made some coffee, so I'm all fueled up. I'm jacked up, and uh, and I'm really looking forward to talking and making these pots. I'm uh, a little surprising, a little surprising to me that I love it so much. I know. Is, you that know, we- is that weird? It's a little weird, but I feel the same way. You know, the more the more we started to do it, um, the more I've begun to enjoy it. And I just assumed um, that we would automatically just be terrible at this, and maybe we are. Um, right. You know, that's that's for everyone else to to decide. So if we're bad at this, let us know. Um, but we we got a couple things that we're going to be talking about today. But before we get into that, um, I just wanted to thank at the beginning of the episode. I wanted to thank Drew McFadden. Um, Drew serves as our producer, and he's also responsible for the intro and the outro music um, for this podcast. So I'm sure you know we'll be hearing more from Drew as time goes on, and maybe we'll get some insight into the uh, the intro and the outro song. I know some people have been speaking about that. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people have been asking about it, which is great. Yeah, it's really that's really great. He's he did a killer job. Absolutely. So today is April seventh, two thousand twenty-one. So um, you know the last year has been really strange, but additionally. There's a strange day at the beginning of April, and that's April 1st. And we're going to have to talk about that, I think, at the end of this episode. If you follow our page, you know there were some weird things going on on April 1st. But we'll we'll get into that. um, Yeah, I'm I'm excited to talk about that and brief brief that. But... But we did have a really strange year, obviously, and we just had the the anniversary of when the pandemic hit and all the news broke. And uh, Chris, I know you brought up this idea for the pod that we would kind of go back and talk about music over the past year and not necessarily what came out and and what artists were doing, but how uh, it affected the people um, in the pandemic and the people that were having to isolate or um, just not be around other people for the majority of their time. And yeah. um, I think it's going to be pretty interesting. Um, music is such a powerful thing. That's why we are here today and talking. So yeah, let's, uh, let's do this. Yeah, we'll get into it. And, and, you know, um, you know, kind of, kind of thinking about this past year and everything. And I think regardless of what period of life you're in, there's always music that kind of serves as the soundtrack, uh, you know, to your life and to certain events in your life. I mean, if you think back to when you were a little kid or maybe when you were a teenager in high school or in college, or, you know, uh, when you have children or whatever, like you can always kind of associate the music you were listening to at the time with the events. And, and I think, you know, certainly as we get further and further away from 2020 and, and, you know, the, the pandemic and everything that's going to ring true. But, um, you know, we, we all had a lot of time to ourselves this past year. And I know at least for me personally, um, I did spend a large majority of that time to myself listening to music. Um, and you know, there were, there were no live shows to go to, um, you know, there were a lot of great artists putting out a lot of great music last year, but, you know, there were no shows and you kind of lost that communal aspect. But I definitely think despite that, people were able to kind of lean on, um, lean on music, you know, throughout the, the the tough times. And I think a lot of us probably the, you know, last year, last 12, 13 months were probably, you know, some of the tougher periods of life that we've had to go through. And, you know, music was, music was definitely there. Um, one thing I want to get your opinion on actually is, yeah. um, Somebody, somebody, somebody sent sent us a direct message maybe two or three weeks ago. With it was a great question, and it was, 
Um, do you think that sad music helps or hurts, you know, when you're struggling? And, 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 yes. and I think a lot of us probably were struggling the past, you know, 12 months. And I'd be interested to get your opinion on this one. Do you think, mm-hmm. do you think it helps or it hurts? Yeah, I think, um, I think I saw that. And I think we've actually talked about this too, because and especially during the pandemic, um, we had our sad boy hours and you have the <laughs> late night, you had the late night listen sessions. And, and I remember, um, not to get ahead of everything not to get ahead of all the stories, but we always would text each other when we're listening and text each other when we're, uh, I guess when we were trying to not be sad, it's like, I can't help but listen to these songs. And it's like, Chris, you got to stop listening to these songs. (laughs) You got to stop listening to a long December by the counting crows. (laughs) Yes. Or, uh, uh, um, shoot, I'm blanking on it. Uh, by third eye blind. What's the song that we always oh, motor, drive, motorcycle motor, drive by mo- motorcycle <laughs> drive by. So, uh, do I think it helped or hurts? I, I think that, I think that it, it has to hurt a little bit. Like it's just, it, it really, it gets you to be really emotional and it just depends how you can, um, you know, work with those emotions. Cause sometimes people, yeah. when they get emotional, it digs them deeper. And sometimes when people get emotional, it's kind of, um, a release and it allows them to kind of get it all out. Right. So I, I, I think that it has a lot to do with what kind of what kind of person you are and how you deal with your emotions. If you're just kind of like a scream into the pillow and once you once you scream to that pillow, you're good. Or if it's something that like kind of piles on and just kind of pushes you down. So um, me personally, uh, I think it helps. I like to listen. I like yeah. when I'm when I'm feeling. If I ever catch myself really in the feels or really emotional, I do like to take advantage of that and kind of, uh, you know, you know, stick it with st- stick it with a little bit of juice of the music and kind of go to go to wherever it takes me, and then I, I can come out of it and and be okay with it. Um, but that's not the case for everybody. Uh, what do you think about yeah, it for yourself? Um, it's it's funny because I, I very much remember there was a group <laughs> chat um, between you, me, and then your brother, and we were always sending motorcycle drive by by Third Eye Blind. And you know somebody somebody really ought to create some sort of uh, limit control on your streaming services. Like you know <laughs> you know you know how there's like a time limit that you can put on Instagram or on YouTube. It's like you've reached your viewpoint um capacity. Like you can't watch anymore until tomorrow. Like somebody somebody's got to do that for these sad songs. Um because yeah. Yeah there were definitely definitely some points on, you know, where the the sad boy hours were on repeat or, you know, where they were working, you know, double time all through all throughout the night, all throughout the days. But um yeah, I definitely I'm pretty firmly on the side that I think you know, sad music or music that kind of brings out those emotions in a weird way. I definitely think it helps. Um, yeah. Cause I, I think to get through those times, you have to, um, you have to feel those emotions uh, at their fullest. And, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of, the, a lot of, the, a lot of the sad music, you know, certainly the stuff that we were listening to at the time, like, I mean, it's, it's very clearly salt in the wound. Um, and I think the last 12 months, a lot of us were going through things and, you know, maybe, you know, lost loved ones or maybe our careers changed or maybe you know people that were in our lives are no longer in our lives or you know you break up with somebody or maybe all of those things happened in a short period of time um you know all at once and music's always one of the places that you can turn to um but in the interim it definitely makes it worse um and and my mind kind of goes to um you know me and I know you, and we both love tiny desk concerts, right? Those are those yeah. are the some of the you know the, the pinnacle moments. And uh, there's a really good one. I think it's it's 
probably like four or five years old now, but car seat headrest did a tiny mm-hmm. desk concert. And one of the top comments on, on the, on the video there, um, it's car seat headrest got me through a tough time in my life by making it worse. Yeah. <laughs> and I think there's a lot of truth to that because, you know, when you're in the moment and, you know, for example, if like, if you're down in the dumps or whatever, and you know, you put on jar of flies or you put on nutshell or, uh, you put on nothing man by Pearl jam or, um, you know, any of the, any of the sad songs, you know, the mm-hmm. day I tried to live by Soundgarden, whatever it may be. I mean, it definitely kind of exasperates those emotions a little bit. Um, but I kind of think it's unfortunately necessary um, mm-hmm. that you, you, you can't really, if you block it out, it's just going to, it's just going to come on further down the road. And yeah, I it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like when you, when you're with somebody and, and you, you get to talk to them when they're going through a tough time and they're like, thanks, man. I just, I need to get that off my chest. Mm-hmm. It's like when you don't have somebody else to kind of bounce ideas off of and, and kind of vent to, you listen to music and then you're kind of getting that solo venting session. And it, it is like a relief because even though you're not, you may be not, not, not verbalizing it, mm-hmm. um, having the music kind of oddly, it's like having a conversation. And it's, you know, it's having a little bit of an interaction. Yeah. And I think that, I think it's the same way. It's kind of it's the venting, you know, yeah, it's, it's like, getting it, it out it, there. It's like a companion. And I think, the last year where so many of us were in physical isolation, um, you know, for me, for example, like I lived alone, so I, I didn't, uh, I didn't live in the same house with anybody and, you know, we were quarantining and whatnot. I spent a lot of time uh, with my music, but in particular, I went through the biggest Mark Lanigan phase. So his memoir had come mm-hmm. out. Um, I remember this sing backwards and weep. So I had gotten that I was reading that. And then when I wasn't reading it, I was listening to his music. So I was listening to the winding sheet, uh, whiskey for the Holy ghost. And then when he, he had just come out with an album called straight songs of sorrow. Um, so if you can imagine, you know, that, that, that record was not sunshine and roses. And you know, wow. I was listening to so much of that stuff and it was so heavy and it was so, uh, weirdly complimentary to like a tough time in my life. But, um, I think it's, I think it's necessary that it, that it's got to be there. And, and just like what you said, you know, um, sometimes like you just got to talk to somebody or just vent or just, you know, air your, air your sorrows and music can kind of do that for you. I, I think a lot of people, something that people say about music a lot of times is like, um, this musician or this individual was able to say what I was feeling when I wasn't even able to do that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's a large part of why I think it's helpful in the long run, because sometimes we're not able to articulate how we feel, but you know, you can listen to a song or an artist or an album and, and it's able to just lay it out absolutely perfectly. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny that you, uh, we, we talk about the Spotify review or Spotify year in review a lot. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's funny that you're talking about like a cap to certain songs. And I remember when we got those reviews at the end of the year, you look back and you're like, uh, <laughs> I think you're like, holy shit, uh, Ethan, like, uh, I don't know if I was okay this past <laughs> summer. Like, you know, you yeah. look back and you're like, and you, and you look at it and you're like surprised of how much you may have listened. And, oh, and yeah. um, you know, I, I think that, uh, it's, it's always interesting to look back in hindsight too, but, uh, do you think that do you think that you can kind of get caught listening to too much of sad music? I guess. Do you, do you think sometimes you can get in like a you know like a cycle where you just kind of get? Yeah, I, I I definitely think you can. Um, and there's this 
sometimes there can be this weird comfort in just being down. And especially like if you're going through something like I think at times it's easier and it doesn't take as much emotional energy to just kind of sit and dwell in it as opposed to, you know, do what you can to, um, to move forward. Um, and I definitely think there's a little bit of that and and that's where it can mm-hmm. get kind of, kind of iffy, you know, with the music, because, you know, say if you're down about something, you know, you know, you want to make a change, you know, that you, you probably should make a change or, you know, um, different aspects of your life that you'd like to improve to start to get back on a better path. But, um, you know, if you're still listening to those things, I, I, I think sometimes it can kind of keep you there, but it's funny, funny that you mentioned, I remember the Spotify wrapped year yeah. in review. So I, I just had a lot of Lanigan on there. Yeah. So I, I, I just Jerry. pulled up, I just pulled okay. up my top list and uh, my number one song was blues run the game by Jackson. Yes. Frank. Then it was <laughs> L soul by Mark Lanigan Doll- dollar bill by the screaming trees um, mm-hmm. on together by Courtney Barnett and Kurt Vile, another nice. Mark Lanigan song, strange religion. And then, uh, some some jerry cantrell solo stuff um julian baker was on there and then mm-hmm. elliot smith so a lot of these artists are uh yeah. are rather well known for their exasperated songs yeah two lanigan uh yeah a few few sad girl stuff yeah um, it. yeah it was uh it was certainly up there but yeah i i definitely think um sometimes music you know might be able to keep you there what, what do you think about that that was actually a really good question yeah i think I, I'm a big, I definitely am a big believer in um, good energy brings good energy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the same breath, like bad energy brings bad energy. And I think yeah. that, you know, people really feed off of uh, who they're around and what they're putting into themselves. So uh, I do think that, like, if you're listening to um, really upbeat stuff all the time, sometimes it's, it's hard to not be up you know, upbeat or be a little bit more energetic. So I think the same can go, uh, you know, the other way where if you're listening, if you're really listening to say angry stuff, like mm-hmm. I remember my boss once said, and this is, this is it really interesting. You'll, you'll like this. Yeah. Um, we put on, he, he put on Primus, he put on my name is mud. Okay. And we're listening. And I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, you like these guys? Like, yeah. He's like, I don't listen to him too much anymore. It's like, I used to listen to him when I was really angry and it just made me more angry. Mm-hmm. And I thought about that and I was like, that's really interesting. Like there's music that, that makes people angry and like people, like you can listen to certain things and be like, what, like they're so mad. They're so this and that. And, and it wears on people. So yeah, uh, I, and like it can go for almost every emotion. I think that there's like, you know, happy, sad, uh, angry, even like intimate or mm-hmm. like these certain things can, uh, kind of form you so yeah i think that there's that's why i like having a diverse music uh listening capability i guess where i like to be able to bounce around because uh you don't want to live you don't wanna live too much in uh certain areas as they say yeah absolutely it is tough though because i think sometimes um i think we've probably all been there where um, you know, maybe you're not feeling the best and like, that's one of the first things you might try to do. It's like, Oh, let me throw on my, my summer driving playlist or yeah. something. And like, sometimes, yes. sometimes it works, but then sometimes it just doesn't do it for you. You know, um, some, like sometimes, you know, it can't be forced and, and you can't really trick your, your brain or whatever into, no, of course uh, not. you know, course into taking not. that. But I, I definitely, I definitely agree. And, you know, there's definitely a time and place for that. Like, you know, there's nothing better than that first warm day in the springtime or whatever, no. Sunday yeah. afternoon or whatever, you hop in the car and you're going for a drive and you got all the, you know, all the, all the upbeat songs on the, on the playlist there. But, um, 
Yeah, I just think it was kind of uh, compounded by the fact that because, you know, so many of us or all of us were in quarantine and our lives were changed because, you know, maybe work was remote or maybe things were canceled. Like we were spending a lot of time alone and, and as music fans, you know, that just increased the amount of time we were listening to music too. And, and I definitely think it mattered just a little bit more because it was almost in a weird way. It was, it was, it was a supplement for the human interaction that you weren't getting in a way. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I just kind of filled the void of, of, yeah, interaction and and allows you and I think we saw a lot of the times and I think we're we're going to touch on it um, in another episode. The shutdown shows that we did and yeah, and a lot of a lot of bands did this where they had live concerts and they're still doing it uh, live uh, concerts on the web. And I think that I mean the reason I love live concerts is because everybody's there doing the same thing together and it's like a shared energy and mm-hmm. you know the same thing with viewing something online. And you saw a lot of people kind of listening and watching together um, to feel connected to the music. And that was a beautiful sight. Like, I mean, I'm, you know, we're going to talk about more about the shutdown shows, but I'm excited to talk about that because that was a, that was a great thing that came out of the pandemic. And you can't say that for a lot of things, really. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, when your hand is forced and you, you don't have that big communal activity, um, you know, you have to find ways to, to maybe, you know, tap into that another way. Um, and, and, you know, not being able to go to shows for people that are, you know, used to going to shows all summer and, and really feeling that communal energy. And certainly for the artists, not being able to get on a stage and share in that experience, because I think, you know, they feel it just as much, if not probably more than the audience does, you know, that big communal moment. Um, and I think there were so many parts of life over the last, you know, 12 or 13 months that, you know, the traditional way was taken away and, you know, we had kind of had to find different ways to express ourselves or to feel certain things. Um, and I think music definitely played a big role in that. Um, I uh, was looking back at some stuff earlier today, some posts, and I came up, uh, I was just randomly looking through and I came up to uh, Scott Weiland's uh, anniversary on the 3rd of December and I think I, I posted something and I just and the quote was the thing is unfortunately I write the best songs when I'm miserable that was a quote by Scott Weiland and um, you know it got me thinking you know there's just so much um, you know sorrow in the music writing from the genre that we love and mm-hmm. and that's a very it's a very interesting quote and I'm wondering what kind of what kind of you know, music is going to come out of this past year that we can look yeah. back on and be like, you know, this music came from, you know, just like just like grunge, very specific time and place. Like we're going to be in twenty years, we're going to look back and you're going to have the pandemic music and music came, that came out of isolation, and um, that's going to be really interesting to kind of, I don't know, keep an eye out for. Yeah, that's a great point because there's definitely, you know, there were some common themes of life over the past year that you know, pretty much everybody was experiencing and certainly, you know, different artists and writers were, were writing on those concepts and those feelings. And, and that's something that I'm really interested to kind of see how that shapes out because, um, you know, we were all going through this thing together. Um, and, you know, maybe, you know, in six months time or a year's time, if people start releasing the things that they're writing on, um, you know, it kind of might allow it, you know, 
to express itself to us a little bit better, or we might understand it a little bit more to kind of tap into that. You know, this artist I don't even know is able to explain my life better to me than I can explain <laughs> my life to myself. You know how many times that's happened where you listen to yeah. a song and like you might be going through something and like you listen to a song and you're like, that's it. Like they just explain it. Like they don't know me. They don't know my struggle right now, but, but, but it makes perfect sense. But here now. they are. Yeah. But here they, yeah, exactly. They just pop up at the most random times. Uh, I know we've all probably had those experiences, but yeah, it'll be really interesting. Um, particularly, you know, the music that maybe came from it and the music that comes from the period right afterwards. So, and yeah. I think anytime I go through a struggle, for example, um, as soon as I'm, as soon as I'm out of it, or as soon as I turn the page, it doesn't feel as difficult as it was when I was in it. Or I kind of forget, like, I kind of think it's analogous to if you've ever had like a really, really difficult workout for a sport or a difficult yeah. lift or something, or something very physically challenging, as soon as you're done with it, it doesn't feel as bad because you're finished. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think for me, there's always that element, you know, it's like, if I go through a really tough time, like once I'm done, I don't know if it's I just forget about it or if I'm choosing to kind of forget about it. But um, yeah. do you do you feel the same way um, that you know once you get through something, it's like oh like that wasn't that bad? Yeah, I think a lot of times it yeah it's not that bad or it wasn't that long of a time. I mm -hmm. mean, people talk about how you know how it it feels like it's been forever, um, but it's been only a year since the pandemic has started. So yeah. Um, same thing with like, or like, you know, even like college, like good things, like it goes by and you look back and you're like, ah, it just goes by quick. So, I mean, yeah, I think, I think that, you know, when bad things kind of come into life, um, yeah, they, when, when it's done, you realize that, uh, I don't know, it wasn't as, it was just a moment, you know, it's a moment that passes and. And uh, sometimes that that's really kind of that's kind of what I cling to during those times. I know mm -hmm. there's a song by Weezer called "This Too Shall Pass." Yeah, I think we've talked about it. I like listening to that song when I don't think things are going my way per se, and mm -hmm. and it's just a good reminder that this too shall pass. Like this this pandemic, although it didn't seem like it was going to pass, like it is seemingly you know on the rise. It's getting better, and at some point, life is going to be different. Uh, yeah. and what that looks like but it's gonna it's gonna pass and things are gonna mend over and and that is uh, true in a lot of facets yeah of life and that's actually a really great point and that kind of serves the other side of that coin where you know we started this conversation off by talking about music that um you know kind of complements how shitty things can be at points but also when you're in those moments um you know you can come across some music that you know maybe gives you some clarity, you know, like, Hey, like this is going to end. And it's funny that you mentioned that because I had an exact identical story. Um, except it wasn't the Weezer song, but for me during the pandemic, um, it was all things must pass by George Harrison. Um, yeah. and I, I listened to that song. Um, and there's, there's a live version on YouTube that he did right before he died on VH1, just him, him in an acoustic guitar. And I, I, I watched that thing so many times and, and, and I think that's, you know, more powerful than even, you know, music's power to kind of complement sadness is its power to, you know, give you messages of, of hope or clarity when, you know, you might not feel, you might not feel that, or you, you might not be able to get those messages anywhere else in your life. Um, and I definitely think that's probably the strongest thing that I'll take away from it. Um, is that, you know, music is able to serve just as much as it's able to serve one purpose to make things, you know, maybe worse and make you feel them more. Uh, it also serves that purpose to, 
to make things a little bit better. Yeah, that's great. Um, I was kind of thinking as we were talking that I would love to hear what, uh, you know, other people think about this or how they kind of, we should you know, maybe make a little post or something for people to kind of uh, respond to what they are listening to or yeah. how the music has helped a little discussion board of some sort. Cause mm-hmm. you know, I, I like talking about it with you too, with you. And I think that a lot of other people would be able to, um, yeah, yeah cause I get I, a lot I, out of it too. Cause yeah. Yeah, yeah, cause we know. all, we all have experiences with it. You know, this is something that we all went through and it's, it's kind of funny, something, something that I I've thought about, um, as the pandemic has gone on and, and, you know, I've struggled in my own way, just as everybody else has, you know, struggled in their own way is like, I think sometimes we're always kind of told that, you know, whenever you struggle, there's some grand lesson that you're going to learn from it. Um, and this is probably the first time that I've like gone through a tough time where once I, uh, you know, you get to the other side and you get through it, like, I don't really feel that there was like a grand lesson. The only thing that I guess I learned was that I can endure it and make it through. I think, I think we, I think we spoke about this on a recent podcast, but the, the Mark Lanigan lyric, keep uh, always keeping the dogs off. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, that's like, I guess I've, you know, you just find sometimes that, you know, all you learned is that you're still able to keep the dogs off. And, and I think that's enough. You know, I think a lot of times people always try to search for this big grandiose lesson that you might learn from something, but sometimes just making it through and living to see the next day is just as important. And, you know, maybe even the most important thing, um, that you can experience from a tough time. And, and I think music plays its part in that. And you can kind of glean that from some songs. I mean, how many songs have been written about, you know, enduring and surviving and kind of making it through the, the next day. Um, there's certainly a lot of subject matter on that, even, even in, in the genre of grunge, but, um, do you, do you feel, do you feel the same way or, or how do you feel, you know, did you, did you learn anything from your experiences, uh, mm-hmm. the past year? Yeah, I think, uh, lear- I would say learning something particular, maybe not so much, but I do think there's a lot of fruit that have came out of it. Um, and I, you know, me, I'm definitely, uh, a glass glass full type of guy i, I like oh, yeah, the totally. side. and so i'm always gonna you know be like you know this this pandemic yeah it gave us uh the shutdown shows and it gave us a way to interact differently with music and mm-hmm. it probably you know it spurred a lot of probably our growth in within this page or mm-hmm. it kind of spurred certain things i mean you have to move closer to family for something you know i mean like random yeah. like random things that i wouldn't it, it, you just kind of uh, uh, you know, a, not account, uh, you know, give credit towards the pandemic. So, uh, yeah, as far as a big lesson though, I don't, I don't really know. I would, I would just say the same as you, like, you know, we are stronger than we think and, um, life is going to do a lot of this. So, uh, we just had a down spot and, you, and then you just know you got to ride it out and, and you will, it will come, the sun will come up in the morning. And I think that is it's just always it's just a reminder sometimes that's all you can get out of those bad times too yeah absolutely and, I, and i'm reminded of right now i'm reminded of a post that you made uh on the page this must have been back in march or april i think i, yeah. I think you know which one i'm going to talk about you yeah, posted I I may- down. mayonnaise by the smashing pumpkins is that the mm-hmm. one it is yeah do you have do you have what you what you what you had said at the time written I, down i i don't have it written down exactly i was kind of writing down like a few of the uh the bands that i was listening to and i was gonna mm-hmm. ask and i put down smashing pumpkins and and hum and yep. uh 
like Dinosaur Jr. where the kind of like the melodramatic kind of heavier tone music but yes right. I, I remember writing i remember writing a post my i was actually my dog i was losing my dog at that time to uh old age she was she was a three-legged dog that we had for my whole childhood and you know, i was losing and everybody knows when they lose their childhood childhood dog that they grew up with that it's not an easy time uh, it's very difficult and i remember amanius came on and and uh just listening to guitar and and corgan it was it was difficult it was just i don't know there's something about that type of kind of i don't know the and kind of like the emo rock yeah really really gets me that's that's the type of music that i, I mean i like yeah. you know really softer stuff but that type yeah. of stuff is just kind of like uh it's like a boil it almost feels like you know the water's boiling inside of me and absolutely and i remember I, do you remember exactly what I just pulled uh, it up? Actually, I say, it looks you like you're said. pulling it up. So yeah. So, right, go ahead. so what you said, it's funny. So you posted this on April 17th. So almost a year ago, and that was still in the early stage of the pandemic, but it was certainly at the point where, you know, I think we had all realized that life was going to change for a while. And a lot of people were going to suffer. And unfortunately, a lot of people were going to lose people close to them. Uh, and I think this was around the time one of our one of our close mutual friends had actually suffered a close loss, uh, someone in his family. And, and you said- um, And we had uh, just done also like, uh, sorry, sorry, I, you off. You, I was, go ahead. I, I think that there was like, it, it, we had both been a year removed from what we had normally been doing to take a step out in like our yes. careers and what we were pursuing. Yes. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the pandemic, like for a lot of, a lot of reasons was not in a good position, but it took our life and just kind of like was kind of threw oh, everything yeah. to the you, side and, we, and all of a sudden automatically just reached the end of the line and you yeah. didn't expect it. I know for me, like this was the exact week, like yes, my, this my, like my a career month after, yeah. a month yep. after like the shock phase where we we're like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, like this is how it's going to be for a year. Yeah. So or for a foreseeable point of time. And I remember this right. was the exact week, like my, my career trajectory had changed pretty much that week. Um, you know, people had left the town that I was in, uh, somebody who was in my life at the time, uh, uh, chose to no longer be in my life uh, moving forward. And there were just so many different things going on. And you said, I remember, uh, here it is, you said about the song Mayonnaise, you said, this song is hitting hard tonight. A lot seems to be happening all at once. It seems life does this periodically where bad news and hard times sync up to stop you in your path. But in reality, when is a good time for loss? And unfortunately, sad things happen every day only time can heal. And you know, that's, that's so true because you think about it and all of these terrible things were happening and how horrible it is. And, and it stinks because I feel like whenever bad things happen, they always seem to sync up at the same time, you know, and yeah. there's never, and there's never a good time for things to happen. And it was weird because once again, kind of similar, like that little anecdote kind of explained the things that I think I was feeling at the time where, yeah. um, you know, I wasn't able to understand it or explain it myself, but just like reading somebody else say it, you know, or listening to somebody else sing it, for example, um, it kind of gives some clarity and you're like, you know what, like these things, these things happen and they're happening. And sometimes we just got to give it time, like you said. Um, and, you know, we didn't really have any other choice at the time. And just to see the process through and, and fight through and just make it through the day. But yeah, yeah that was, that was, that was a, a tough little moment that some of that song, I remember that really affecting me. And we had, we had sent that post back and forth to each other. There's a few posts that kind of circulate with between what we send back and forth. And that one hung around for a little bit. Um, 
you know, for better or for worse. Yeah. Uh, but, but we're still here. Yeah, we are. And like I said, I mean, time does heal. And I think that, I mean, I, I know I can confidently say that we're both doing, we're both in a much different place this time of year. Yeah. And uh, it's really refreshing because of all the things we just talked about. Uh, it does get better. It does pass. And it's, it's kind of, um, it's, it's very satisfying when you get there. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and just the patience that it takes, but when things do, do come again, you know, and, and I think now just the way that the calendar broke up, you know, spring is here again and, and, you know, we're fighting through and, and hopefully, you know, things will begin to uh, get back closer to normal and, and hopefully, you know, people's suffering will be assuaged as, as time moves forward. And that's all you can hope for. But here we are in April, 2021, we've, you know, we've, we've survived. And if you're listening to this, you have too. So, uh, as, as the great Eddie Vedder once said, we're, we're all still alive. Um, but we are here. That's amazing. So, yeah, um, yeah, I say we, I say we switch gears. Yeah. Uh, unless is there anything else you want to, uh, no, I think, uh, I think that's it, but we do, we do have something that we have to talk about. Um, yeah. if, if people, if people pay attention to the page, um, I think it was last year we started getting in the habit on, on April 1st, which if you don't know, been, it might've been two years, a couple of years. Been, yeah. I, may, say, I think we've, we've always, I think we've always posted, stirred the pot, a certain someone <laughs> on the first. Yeah. So if, if you don't know by now, um, we, we do enjoy stirring the pot. Um, we yeah. do enjoy, um, antagonizing from time to time and uh we we very much enjoy shit posting uh when when we can we we try to pick our spots but uh april 1st is is like you know Chris, christmas new year's the fourth of july and eddie Vedder's birthday all all rolled up into one and we we had ourselves a day on the page ethan and and if you and follow the page you'll remember too. this it was it was totally unplanned i think it was it started, totally unplanned started as a normal day <laughs> it was last last thursday right yes and we uh, we've been doing this thing because um, Thursday is the day before we release our podcast, and we've been uh, the past couple uh, couple weeks we randomly have clung on to uh, Primus' song "Here Come the Bastards," and and we love it so much. Uh, Primus has done so much for me in the last month and a half. I never thought they could, yeah. And uh, we've been posting it, and here they come, and. Uh, no, to no surprise, Chris and I were the bastards, and we're coming. <laughs> we're on great. our way. <laughs> <laughs> so we we start off normal. We posted a few like you know little confusing cryptic posts, and then at some point in the afternoon, oh, I'm sorry, you actually started you started the day off with. A I post. did. I did start the day off yeah. with, with 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 a Creed post, um, as yeah. is customary on April first. I've been doing right. that for a few years, just just to get a rise out of the people. But um, the, the 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 Creed slander, first of all. <laughs> I, do, I, do, I don't buy into it because everybody has listened to Creed at one point and and been at worst okay with it and at best they've loved it you know Creed Creed yes. kind of rocks so hey you there, said I, I said it I can't six, take it back <laughs> six feet ain't that far off <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't so far down so it I posted so far that down. and then we kind of went back to the normal thing but you kicked it off and and something that I was very surprised about was that <laughs> people people like the band corn listen that <laughs> that was a can and that was something that it was like the first time you opened primus you had no idea what you were getting oh into. absolutely i had no idea what i was getting into when i posted corn so the the timeline i, I just wrote, I wrote some stuff down because we broke we broke instagram for that day about yeah. halfway like i said about halfway through we were like 
we were talking and we're like you know what like let's just like today's april 1st like anything you want to post or for something <laughs> excited and we're like let's do this so the gloves um, came off in a big way and i posted i posted limp biscuit first i pulled up a video from woodstock 99 posted limp biscuit and at the end of the day i, I posted in, in the span of one hour i posted limp biscuit then i posted corn and then slipknot <laughs> And like the holy, the hour, holy trinity, <laughs> apparently, and that Limp Biscuit song got over thirteen thousand likes, and over, I think five hundred comments. I've got it right here: seven hundred and sixty yeah. comments. Seven hundred and sixty comments on a Limp a Limp Biscuit <laughs> post, and it had over two thousand three hundred shares, which blew my mind. Two posts later, so right there, I was I was in the form of like. I was like, oh, Limp Biscuit. Like it was, um, it was kind of like, I don't know. I, it was just a, an April Fool's post. But then a third post, I posted corn, and I was like, what's up with corn? I was like, I don't, I don't really get it. Or I said something on the lines of that. Yeah. And that's all it took. Yeah, and, it and just, the, the it was people a, were off and running. The dam, the dams were breaking everywhere. There was over, yeah, over seven hundred comments, and it was like. It was just crazy. It blew yeah, up. It was it, amazing. It's, it's I had no too. idea what was going so, so on. So full disclosure, I have never in my life ever voluntarily chosen to listen to either Limp Biscuit or Corn. <laughs> um, so I don't really know anything about them. Um, but I was surprised. You didn't have a Limp Biscuit phase in high school. <laughs> I must have missed the bus for that one. <laughs> Somehow I, I was I was graced with a Limp Biscuit phase. Oh man! Yeah. Well, corn, apparently, apparently thousands of other me. people. Thousands yeah. of other oh, yeah. people went through it too, but um, yeah, I never, I never went through phases of any of these bands that we posted. But that was the best part about it because, um, you know, it's it's a lot of fun to post polarizing bands. So we it posted is. you, you hit them with your Trinity, and then you had you had to step away for a little bit. So so I took the reins, and naturally I started with Kid Rock. Um, we switched places because you were working out, and then I had to yeah. go work out, and you were like, "There yeah. we go." So the same thing happened to me, where like you came back and you're like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "I don't know." And then I came back like two hours later. I was like, "What happened, Chris?" You're like, I don't know. I go here. I go again. So we hit him with Kid Rock, and then naturally we we ascended to you know what is the pinnacle of the grunge Bible shit posting. We posted "How You Remind Me" by Nickelback. Yes, um, and, which and is the, funny because I had that drafted up in, and I yeah. couldn't post it because you had already posted. I was like, I guess I'm gonna have to post this randomly yeah. in like two weeks yeah. when we were, people forget. We were, we were thinking the same thing, and then I moved on. I wasn't really sure where to go. I decided that Papa Roach wasn't a bad place to go. Um, so I po I posted an absolutely horrendous live version. A bad place to go. <laughs> I posted an absolutely horrible version of Last Resort um, by Papa Roach, and then after that, um, then then you you hit him you hit him with the puddle of mud, which is oh, yes. which is a fan favorite. Um, she hates me. Um, which here's the thing, I just said about five minutes ago that I like Creed. Um, puddle of mud, like blurry and she hates me they they kind of rock they slap everybody we yeah. know that we all know the lyrics yeah it's amazing and it's true you know like the, yeah. these these she songs yeah, are born out of fact she, she does you know? hate me it doesn't take long either <laughs> um then after that i think we, we hit him with a uh we hit him with a double shot of creed um one of them was uh was scott stapp singing the national anthem of the united states but then Absolutely. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this in the, in the stats for that one. So the, yep. the two Creed ones got 300 and 600 comments respectively. Yeah. But the interesting, the national anthem got over 5,000 shares. That's unbelievable. It was sent 5,000 times to people. 
And, that, and kid, the Kid Rock was just under four thousand times, and people were sending this to other people. Yeah, like, it, it was it was evangelization. Like usually, we get a lot of likes or a lot of uh, comments, but the shares like that, that one's always interesting to me. Like which ones get sent around? That was huge. oh, absolutely. But I think my favorite video of the entire day <laughs> <laughs> was was Creed performing at halftime of the Dallas Cowboys Thanksgiving game in 2001. Um, and yes, if, 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 if you haven't seen this face. video, you need to drop everything that you're doing right now and look it up. Um, so, so Creed and they performed higher, um, amongst a couple of other songs the other couple ones are escaping me but i mean this this video is just just straight gas ethan <laughs> did you know all the songs that they performed in that halftime that they're escaping you right now <laughs> um i definitely know like they have did, you watched the full performance i have not watched the full one i haven't <laughs> I, I haven't been able to get off a hire i just keep watching it over and over again it, it and that's, what they let, that. that's what they let in with but like they have all of these acrobats and <laughs> and this was shortly after 9 11 so everybody's draped in like red white and blue even though it doesn't really have much of an application to Creed, obviously. But, I mean, this video is just unbelievable. But somebody commented, so Scott Stapp is wearing a Dallas Cowboys jersey um, <laughs> in, in this video. And, and I need to pull this comment up right now because it's absolutely, absolutely amazing. So yes. Kyle Brandt, um, who is a, who's, a, who's a football reporter, he Shout commented... Out. He commented that Scott Stapp apparently chose to wear a jersey with the number 11 on it because <laughs> because he had two number one hits at that time and he wanted to brag about it. So he had the two ones on the jersey <laughs> yes. to denote that he had not one but two number one hits. And, and you know what, Chris, as we like to say in the... Uh, competition world and a bunch of stuff no one can ever take that away from him no one can take that away from yeah for as he long has, as as long as it goes he's got he two had number one two hits. number one hits and whose fault is that all of us yeah it's, all of you everybody people, who that, people that say they don't yeah they're liars yeah but where, two, where two were you pe- two type of people in this world there's people that love creed and then there's the liars Absolutely. So, you know, everybody, everybody's to blame, but like you said, <laughs> it's in the history books and it can't be taken away. So that was probably so, my favorite video. So that, that but, day we, uh, that was, that was really good. I thought you were going to, I thought for sure you were going to talk about the, uh, whatever guitar solo you put. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going to get to that one? Can I talk about it now? <laughs> yes. I, you said that to me and I was like, so, I, I, I just started laughing. <laughs> I, I didn't know, I didn't know what was going on. I loved it. So that video, um, and we're going to need to share these links so people can watch them as they listen yeah. to this podcast, or maybe post them again. Who cares? Um, this guitar solo is Nick Jonas. I think it was at the <laughs> at the CMAs in like 2015 or something, and it is one of the most abysmal guitar solos of all time. Um, I, I I think. I think the 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 girl who's singing is like Kelsey Ballerini or something is is her name. She's a country act, um, and she was singing this song live. And Nick Jonas was accompanying her on lead guitar, uh, which was a big mistake. Um, <laughs> he nah, comes he, com- he comes out to rip a solo. He's he's got a really really nice Fender Telecaster. He comes in, he hits a couple of notes, and then everything just goes goes downhill. I mean, it's only like a like a twelve second solo, but um, it was it was it was twelve seconds of pain. He, he froze up. It was like, started playing and you can see like, he like <laughs> had to stop to like hear, 
he had to hear the song like where they were at so he could try to pick back up and, yep. and just like that his moment was over and like i'm not a good guitarist i've never been in that moment but i imagine probably the moment you start thinking about it like like that's it you know it's, it's like sports when you get the yips you know like if you're if you're thinking about something and you know you just have one bad thought next next thing you know you're in you're in the tubes there and, and i think that's what happened to him i because i'm sure i mean he's he wouldn't have gotten that role if he wasn't a, a passable guitarist. So um, right. ho- hopefully, you know what I want? I want to see him at some point right. have his chance at solo. redemption and just rip that solo on that song. Somebody, somebody's got to give him some 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 vindication here. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. That was that was great. Yeah, that was that really was, that was really funny. Yeah, and that was um, pretty much the uh, the end of the line. Although we did we did sneak in. Um, we snuck in. We snuck in some uh, some cumbersome naturally. I say it's seven Mary tree. I think yep. so. A total, we had seventeen posts in that twenty in that the April first day. Seventeen yeah. full posts, which is a lot um, more than we normally do. None of which were the closest thing we got to grunge was we. I finished with I posted tool yep. for Danny for like a Danny Carey and MJ. It was it was lots of a. It wasn't. It was just a final post of the night. I gave him something to to you know be excited about because who doesn't love tool exactly but, uh, yeah so about 16 posts of just you know just mayhem posting. yeah and how Which, many comments and any how many comments did we get for the day I, I did the math the next day and by the next morning we had we had over four thousand comments on those uh those 17 posts so that was the biggest day of engagement that we've ever had on the page at any point um so i i also imagine if i remember Sell correctly high. We did lose very many followers that day. We lost like 550 followers that day, but it was totally worth it. Like, I mean, net, if we, net loss? Uh, no, it was not a net loss, but I think we ended up gaining about 100. So it was totally worth it. But like, even so if we, we ended had, up positive, no, we, ended, we always we always end up positive, Ethan. But honestly, if we lost 10,000 followers for it, it still <laughs> would have been worth it. Um, yeah. I, we've been running this page for such a long time that sometimes the most fun thing to do is to post something like that and 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 get the uh, get the locals a little riled up because there's there's a very you know um definitive line of demarcation where you know there's the people that get it and that go along with it or that find it funny and then there's the people that are offended by it like when we post mm-hmm. kid rock or when we post um even when we post like fish or something just just for the hell of it which we did um and this it's it, it never ceases to amaze me and i think this could be an episode all its own but it never ceases to amaze me how upset people will get at something they see on their phone screen <laughs> on a social media account they surprise me as well yeah people get really they don't like out it out of shape they yeah, don't they like don't. it like i've gotten i've, I've got I always, go ahead go ahead Thanks. Uh, I, yeah so basically <laughs> no, I, scroll, I, I i scroll by and i'll be like i if i see something i don't like i i i just scroll like I, just I, I even yeah it takes a lot for me to be like i've, I've definitely unfollowed big accounts and stuff for certain reasons but like oh, even yeah. that i'm usually like if someone posts something i just kind of scroll by and like yeah they'll do better next time and yeah like, man strikes and gutters just like <laughs> yeah just like the dude said you know life goes on man you can't you can't be worried about that stuff but i mean some of these people um and the best part is we can talk freely about this because none of them are listening to the podcast right now because they're not with us oh, anymore right. um yeah 
I mean, some of these people get so angry. Like I've gotten, I've gotten very um, not nice messages on my personal account. Uh, like mm-hmm. they've, they've sought me out and they have, they've let me know their displeasure that I've posted a band they didn't like, or maybe a song <laughs> they didn't like, or maybe I post a little bit too much of a band that they don't think is as good as the other bands that we should be posting more of. That one happens all the time. <laughs> oh my God. The best is when you make a montage and you'd be like, how did you leave out this yeah. person? And what, if, just like, what about, what about Scott? <laughs> What, what about, about Scott? Scott? You know, and, what happened and all, to him? And all you can say is like, uh, you know, there wasn't enough room. Uh, I didn't make this. Like, you know what <laughs> right. I, mean? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Yeah. So if it, I, we, we have a lot to say about this topic and, and, and we definitely, yeah. we also know some people who probably have a lot to say about this topic. So I, I'm definitely sensing an episode in the future, um, about the uh, the trials and tribulations of uh, of running various social media pages, I think that one would be fun. So, if yeah. you guys want to hear more about that, we would definitely uh, be excited to do that. But yeah, April first was was a good day. You know, we're we're gener- generally speaking, we're on it for three hundred and sixty four days out of the year. So, if you give us one day, I think that's a pretty fair trade off. You know, yeah. I don't know what the Makes percentage sense. is on that, but I mean, the 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 followers are definitely getting the better end of that bargain. Yeah, not that we owe them anything. <laughs> <laughs> we don't owe them absolutely nothing. Because <laughs> you know, in reality, Chris, we started this page so we could freely share what we wanted. And yeah, now, just so we didn't have to piss off our some, friends. For some reason, we've grown, and now we can't do that. Yeah, uh, that's not. No, how, that's we're, not, we're we're making the rules. I'm, I'll, I'll post. I'll post Primus whenever the hell I want to post Primus. <laughs> yeah, you know, you don't want me to post the same song every day or well, same song. Here's here's the same song again. <laughs> <laughs> It oh my gosh. I, lo- I love i love when we do that when we into that stuff it just oh, provides yeah. like it's just it is just fun. yeah i mean so it, I'm, it, I'm, it, I'm glad that people i'm glad series, that people you know? do uh, get behind it too i think yeah it's i mean you, you think about it like with how much serious shit is going on in people's lives um an instagram page that they listen to you know two decade old music on uh should not be contributing to the serious problems in your life so if it is might be time for a reevaluation, but um, you know the nice part is this is a safe space. Everyone who's listening to this podcast probably likes us, or you know if they don't like us, maybe they've even left the podcast by now. But um, if you're still also, here, if you're still here, we've got some ways that uh, if you'd like to support us, there's really, some different we avenues. Really, we really appreciate you. So yeah, Chris, we forgot to this in the beginning. We forgot That's to thank true. Our, we forgot to thank our sponsors. Yeah, Ethan, we have we have a very special sponsorship announcement for this episode. Oh, yes. Uh, this who who is this episode sponsored by today? As as one of our favorite bands will say, same old trip it was back then. This this pod is sponsored <laughs> by us. <laughs> by us. So what that means is there's we don't have any sponsors. <laughs> we have no sponsors as of yet, but. Which is fine. We haven't done anything to get sponsors. I think we no. like do it. We we've always. I mean, we just, you know, we just we just. There's nothing to sponsor, but yeah. now there is. Now there is because we've now spoken about it. So for all of you entrepreneurial types out there, um, if you're seeing dollar signs right now, which you should be, um, please contact us if you're interested in uh, in some sponsorship for this podcast. Um, and if you're not, there's some other ways that you can support us. Actually, um, we do have merchandise. Um, the merchandise link is listed prominently on our website, grungebible.com. But additionally, the most direct way that you can support the podcast here is through our Patreon page. So mm-hmm. that is also linked um, in the description of our podcast on on the podcast uh, landing pages on the streaming sites. It's also on grungebible.com and a few different places. 
Um, so there's three tiers at which you can give, um, and you can choose your tier uh, if you if you like what we're doing here on the pages or on the podcast. And everything that you send us, everything that you choose to contribute on a monthly basis will be used uh, for streaming services. It'll be used to pay our producer. Um, anything, you know, equipment that we'll need in the future, um, you guys can directly contribute to making this podcast better um, and increasing the longevity of it. You know, we're hoping that we're able to do it for a while and we've gotten into a good groove so far. And uh, if you're enjoying it so far, and you feel inclined that you'd like to support us in any way, we really appreciate it. And it, it'll go a really long way uh, yeah. to making this I think more the best sustainable. Thing, yeah. And I think the best thing that gives us is kind of a peace of mind that people support us, people like us and just having the knowing that people are, you know, taking in what we can, uh, you know, can produce is really great. So at minimum, just uh, keep leaving comments, keep letting us know that you guys actually like what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And and even, you know, if it's not the Patreon, we'd love it if you subscribed to our YouTube channel. Right. Um, if you Simple have an stuff. Apple podcast account, you can subscribe there, follow us on Spotify, leave a review we, on Apple podcasts. All of those things do go a long way and they're, and they're definitely encouraging uh, to us to, to make some more. We just hit a thousand followers on Spotify. We, we do. Some? We officially have over 1000 followers on Spotify and have some really big news as of yesterday, April 6th. <laughs> this is huge, guys. The, this is the Grunge Bible podcast is officially the number one music commentary podcast in the country of El Salvador. So no one can take that away from us. We've done it. <laughs> Next week, I'm wearing a jersey with number one on it. <laughs> so if we chart again, we're gonna have to steal Scott Stapp's number eleven jersey because we'll be we'll be number one in two countries. So so keep them coming, keep the engagement coming. We really appreciate it. Uh, we have one more segment here before we uh, before we shove off for the day. Oh, that's right. Um, song of the week, Ethan. What is your song of the week? Song of the week. Some stuff I've really been into. Talked about it multiple times on this podcast already, but. It's Dinosaur Jr. They have a song. They have an album coming out April 23rd called okay. Ship it, uh, Sweep It Into Space. And they've released two singles, and they're both great. Garden um, just came out the other day, mm-hmm. and I've been listening to it, and it's great. It's it's different than what they usually sound like. It has a little bit of a different kind of guitar bass to it, yep. and it's awesome. And then they have the other song, I Ran Away. Uh, or ran away and it that came out a few weeks ago and they're both awesome they're both really great and new album april 23rd i'm loving it i'm really I'm look- excited so i'm looking forward it, to that one yeah give it give it a good listen and uh, i'm sure you guys will like it absolutely yeah i mean anything coming from the hands of jay mascus is something that's worth uh appreciating and worth listening to 100 um, definitely excited for that i mean dinosaur jr they've been at it for a long time so i'm very thankful that they're still and still with us and still making music and they're touring and they're touring so if anybody wants dinosaur jr concert meetup maybe this fall let us uh, know absolutely yeah I, yeah we gotta we make that happen this. We already got our tickets going to see Dinosaur Jr. in September. It's uh, going to be great. Yeah. We're it's just be... overflowing with excitement. Yeah. But how about you, Chris? What are you listening to right, right. now? Song, song of the Week. Song of the Week. This is this is not a new song by any means. It's uh, It came out in 1994, but there is a band. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just uh, turning the clock back a little bit, stuck in the past as usual. That's right. Um, there's a band um, called Super Chunk that came from North Carolina. Oh. They were they were an indie rock, like college rock band, um, and they had an album come out in 1994, 
um, called Foolish. And there's a song on there called Driveway to Driveway. And it is just a absolutely classic, like alt rock 90s, twinja indie, just mainly alt rock, just great song. So Driveway to Driveway um, by Super Chunk. That's my song of the week. I listened to it. I love that. I had first come to realize who Super Chunk were like a year and a half ago. Um, and then this one just came back to me a couple couple days ago, and I've been spamming it in the car. Uh, I'll probably be tired of it by you know by Saturday, but who cares? For now, hey, it's the song of the week. That means that it has importance if you get tired out. That's good. Exactly. I got an, I got an idea, Chris. Um, let's hear it. Let's let's. So I was thinking about how we can share these. We got to make a, we got to make a playlist and just start putting start adding the songs of the week. Absolutely. We'll just, we can populate that so you guys can follow along. And uh, listen, and we'll just all of a sudden we'll have this badass playlist come, you know, a couple yeah. months down the road. So it'll be great. So I think that does it for this episode. I mean, th- this episode had a little bit of everything. Uh, we started out um, pretty much down in the dumps, and and we were fairly serious. But I think uh, you know, in the spirit of April first, and and posting Limp Biscuit and Corn uh, on a page called Grunge Bible, we you know we certainly uh, uh, veered off course a little bit. But this was fun. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. And uh, we will be back next week. Again, thank you guys for listening. You guys mean the world to us. Um, Rock and roll, as always. Rock and roll. Take care, everybody. And we will talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.